One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hello and welcome back to the No Ratings Podcast. It's that time again. You're tuning in because you've watched the weekend's football and you want to hear what we've got to say about it. We've changed it up a little bit uh, this week. Normally we just chat about the games and riff on what's been going on. This week, however, we've all submitted some random statements on a Google form. And I'm just going to pick three at random that we're going to talk about. All the statements relate to this weekend's games. So essentially, we've got topics to talk about off the back of people's opinions. Those people are Amenya and James. James, you're in my in your grandma's kitchen or I don't know what room this is in your house. You just gave us a, half, a full house tour. Does does your grandma have a um, a bookshelf in her kitchen? Um, nah, I don't think it's a kitchen. But my grandma's in Pakistan, is... bro. She has everything in her, in her kitchen. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. I cannot argue. Um, yeah, you were going to say, you're saying everything's changing. The one thing at the moment that remains constant is this damn bookshelf that looks terrible in my background. Uh, but it's the only place in the house that I can get good internet because we upgraded internet, but um seems to have gotten worse on the floor that I'm on. So it's not good. The amount of the audience don't care about your Wi-Fi. <laughs> they just went, let's just start talking about football. Mm. Uh, Amenia, as always, you're here. You had a little trip to Portugal this week? Yeah, I was doing some scouting. Obviously, some people can say that I had some inside sources. I was already aware that Arsenal were going to draw Porto. So I was just there checking out uh, Eva Nielsen and a few other players. Crazy. So, yeah, um, back now. I've just realised, actually, this is the first time we're talking since you got hired as a FIFA presenter, no? Yeah, tier one scout presenter, among other things, certainly you know, here to spread the knowledge a bit further. So, you know, crazy. Invest in Amenia stocks right now. That's what we're saying. Yeah. I he, invested in him a long time ago, and he knows it. He knows it. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Well, congratulations, brother. Very proud of you. Appreciate um, it. Great work. Very well deserved. One of the pure grafters out here. Um, also, for context, people are going, why is he just calling his mate a grafter? Because on a Monday, we recording at 7. I'll text Amenia at 3 p.m. and go, can you come at seven? He's like, let me just move a few things around. Let me move my dinner out of the way. Let me just move my... If you hear my stomach rumbling sometimes, yeah, it's because <laughs> now I no longer eat food. I just, there, I'm like, you know what? I right, call, cool. like, I'll jump on. You know me. So there we go. The commitment is outstanding. Um, right. Also, the commitment from you guys as well is outstanding. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are approaching the end of the year. We've had a, a mad year um and the growth has been outstanding so thank you very much uh right let's get into the first statement i'm gonna as i say just pick one at random uh i'm gonna go with this one 
Um, I don't know who said this because basically before we did this episode, there was meant to be a fourth person involved. Uh, however, now we just have eight statements and two of them don't belong to us three. Uh, but I'll go with this one. Carcedo is far more important to Chelsea than Enzo. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> who said that? <laughs> um, I'm... I'm, I I know exactly who said it, but I also, I'm not sure how I actually feel about it, or even if I care that much. Are we supposed to be revealing who said it? I mean, we can, but it's very obvious who did. <laughs> nah, you never know. There was a full person here, right? So There's just... only one person I know who doesn't like Enzo Fernandez at all whoa, times whoa, of the day. Whoa, 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 whoa. Count yeah, me in as well. Count me in. <laughs> really? Brother, if there's an Enzo Fernandez train, I am firmly on it. Yeah. Bearing in mind, Enzo Fernandez is all this and that. And they're talking about putting Rice in Enzo Fernandez conversations. Settle down, settle down, please. He's in James Ward Prowse conversations. He should not be. And uh, let's, be, let's be serious. That's disrespectful to James Ward Prowse. You've got a. I hear you. This is. It, just because he's living off a World Cup, he didn't even. How long was he even at. Um, where did they sign him from? Benfica. How was he? At, mm. How long was he at Benfica? I think it was a year, wasn't it? Yeah, and not he very didn't, long at all. Not he very was long. good. He was good, but he didn't set the world alight. It was only really the World Cup that people turned around and went 120 mil. It was one of those things that, if put it this way, pre prior to the World Cup, that's a release clause that everyone looks at and goes, "Ah, oh, Benfica are taking a piss. These Portuguese love, clubs love putting on ridiculous release clauses." And then the World Cup happens, and Chelsea go, "You know what? That's a bargain right there." It's, mm. Nah. Um, if they signed him for forty million, the perception would be different. I I do think he's a decent player, but I think he's a little bit of a luxury player, and Chelsea can't afford to have a luxury player right now, and that's probably why um, Poch even dropped him last game. Um, I don't know. I'll let, I'll let Emenia describe his point. Two nil. Yeah, they won. They won. Yeah, it was oh. about a quarter of the amount of games that Enzo's won all twenty twenty three. So there we go. Oh wow, that's really yeah, yeah. so they dropped him, and they get a win. Okay. I don't believe in Christmas. <laughs> hey, in hey to I'm be just... fair, the caveat is it was at home against Sheffield United. So <laughs> I've, they I've, played seen, Thomas I've seen Enzo I've seen Enzo get overran against the Suchek and Ward Prowse. And by the way, West Ham uh, may have not had eleven men in that game. I've seen him get run ragged by nine men in another game. So <laughs> you know, it's not quite for me to say that it's only Sheffield or whatever, because I've seen Enzo. I've seen guys compare him to various players. A good friend of mine said, what does he do better than, for example, Johan Kabai? And they said, why are they giving people microphones? But lo and behold, four or five months have passed. I think they should even be the one paying for his Wi-Fi equipment because he made a valid point. Caicedo is far more important. Has he had a bit of a dodgy start? Yes, he has. But he's shown me far more than what I've seen from Enzo. Like you said, Enzo, for 100 M's, that, that's outrageous. I'm sorry. I, I cannot fathom that. I don't even care about like the rice conversations or whatever. You put him in conversations with Jorginho, who dragged him by the ear when he came to the Emirates. I will also add the fact that in person, if I think about the two worst ever semi performances that I've seen in my life, it's Enzo against Arsenal and Enzo against Spurs. So with that being said, I think this statement's from the bait. <laughs> hey, listen, I really like Enzo Fernandez. Like actually Why? Really like him. Sell him to us, sell him to us. I'm not what, I has he made Chelsea any better? Well, I, I, I said I really like Enzo Fernandez. I didn't say he's having a good season. I didn't say 
Chelsea are currently yeah, playing. No, well. he's asking like why you like him because obviously Gallagher, who we all have, I, I, let me not say we all. I personally have called him meaty before because I feel like he he has been meaty for a long time. Has been far better than him this season. And he didn't. Cost I, I like I like Mohamed El Nani right now. I'd rather have El Nani in my team than Enzo. No, that's crazy, bro. That's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> No, don't, Amenia, don't even think about agreeing. No. I tell you what, I tell you what, speak to Umir because Umir loves El Neni as well. I think he Umir loves him because he's honestly, Muslim, bro. Honestly. We're all this, no, no, no. we just like the Muslim guys. I he do as well. He... <laughs> no, but let him land. I'm not Muslim, but I think I'll take El Neni as well, you know. On the lowest of low keys, more disciplined, you know what I mean? He doesn't, he has more of an engine. He doesn't get, you know, out of breath within 10 minutes. So I think he has more use to my team personally. Did you, did you see, Nube, did you see the lippy tweet? Because he tweeted something about being a Muslim and backing Muslim players. Uh, no, the Amrabat one. Yeah, yeah. I, think I haven't seen it. So What's funny. the tweet? He basically um, was saying something along the lines you of... You can't like, get me to read it out. <laughs> he basically said something along the lines of, like, everyone's got to admit that, like, you man that were backing Amrabat, it's like he's an Aki thing. Like, oh, ta- <laughs> like, hopefully you go heaven and that, but really and truly, like, you're meaty. Like, that's basically what he was saying. So. Um... I, I'm i going to be honest, I fully agree. It's what we do. If there's a Muslim guy on the pitch, we back him. It's just mm. a, an absolute given, especially if they've had like a... De- like the Morocco team is a primary example. Like I'm supporting Morocco, bro. I will be honest. Like, I don't mm. know I don't know what Anahi is doing right now. Um, you probably know Amenia. I have no idea. But in the World Cup, I was chatting like he's the second coming of Iniesta. Were you, were you supporting Chedira, that brother that had one of the worst striking <laughs> was, performances I've ever horrible, seen? horrible, bro. His, his cameos off the bench stunk yeah, the place out every cool. single time. But what's Enzo's excuse? Because Enzo's not Muslim. Enzo's not from Enz. So what what <laughs> um, are we backing him for? Well, I think... Cool name? I, I think... I think he's having a terrible time at Chelsea. Like a lot of the team are because they're in a massive transition. However, I also also just want to say players don't decide how much they get bought for. And I if if you asked him, I don't think he's gonna be like I'm a hundred and twenty million pound player. Yeah, but what you okay, the the original debate though is is he better than Caicedo? Or is no, he I more important the, than Caicedo? The, uh, more important than Caicedo. Whoever more important wrote that they said that I think. Right <laughs> right at this moment in time, <laughs> that statement that I definitely didn't say um, I agree with. I agree with right now, Casado is more important than Enzo. However, I think over uh, a longer period with the right manager, Enzo is more important. Oh. I think his passing variation is unbelievable. But I also agree that you need certain pieces around him to allow him to function, Casado mm. uh, being one of those pieces. So, yeah, so, so basically, but this person didn't write about what happens in three years or whatever. The person that made this statement obviously is, you know, you know, talking about well, current man, events. Yeah. <laughs> I'm because I'm. I mean, I'm going off what I was told three minutes ago when the statement was read out. Right, I didn't hear anything about like in the future or different pieces. Caicedo can do it on his ones. He doesn't need Enzo to hold his hand. Enzo needs guys to hold his hand. He needs this p- person here, the, the perfect defense, the perfect forwards. Hold on a minute. Yeah, hold on, though. And he's when, never responsible. When Ozil was at Arsenal, or when Pogba's been at United, have you been okay. fine with their hand being held? I'm not fine with Pogba's uh, hand being held either. But that's that's something that should be used against Enzo because we everyone was doing it about Pogba every mm. week. Oh, unlocking Pogba, unlocking Pogba. With Enzo, it's excuses upon excuses. If you dare criticise Enzo, you don't even watch football. Do you understand the game? It's, it's like, someone said it before. Yeah, I think someone tweeted it. I forget who it was. They were like, oh, how, how can Chelsea fans be so, like, furious that we don't back every single player but they're, like, 12? You can't just have mm. incredible players in every position, but you're 12. Chelsea fans just sense? gaslight like crazy. Yeah, you, you yeah, can't every just... Every player like, is so good. Every yeah, player. Everyone, everyone is the best, but you're 12. How does that make sense? And then Pochi's a beast as well. That doesn't make sense to me. So, 
I just personally feel like the person is they're spitting facts, man. Caicedo is definitely far more important to Chelsea than uh, Enzo Fernandez. Also, Nubed, what you were saying about Ozil and Pogba, those players are a dying breed. I don't think you get many players that need their hand holding in football that are successful anymore. Maybe in like an Ancelotti system, for example, but in a system like Arteta and Peps, you don't get those type of players. And even in Klopp's, you don't, you can't really have passengers nowadays. You need 11 men on the pitch to be doing their job. Even your luxury players, De Bruyne, Erdegaard, these players are grafting as well. I was just going to say, would we say De Bruyne is a luxury player? Probably not, innit? No, 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 no chance. Not he, he's then. obviously like, the, what I'm saying is the best players, like your Salas, your De Bruyne's, they're not old-time players like Hazard who would probably be lazy out of possession. You've got to do both. Mm, fair. Um, as I say, this pod is still relative to the weekend's football. Um, I just want to very quickly chat about Cole Palmer. Um, we, you know, when like Cole Palmer went from City to Chelsea, I think we did a pod and we said like forty million, like they've ripped Chelsea off. I was not on the pod. These are not the views of Amenia or <laughs> no, I don't think I was. I was either. To be fair, maybe yeah. it was just me saying. That. <laughs> it might be your, your little tweet <laughs> it's just or something. in your head. <laughs> he tried. He tried to bring us down with him. We're not involved, bro. We weren't there. <laughs> um, well, wait. So you're saying when City when City sold him, you you were actually saying like they got a good Chelsea got Chelsea and City got a good deal. No, I didn't think anything, but I definitely didn't say like you got your like you got robbed or whatever. I didn't say none of that stuff. Bro. I didn't even comment because I haven't really seen Palmer other than he had a nice little like finesse in the community shield against us. But I didn't have any Palmer opinions. So when I this saw him, like, doesn't Chelsea, you don't. Menu doesn't watch mid-table teams. That's the thing. He's not <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, it's either you know serious teams or teams from the nineteen fifties and stuff. If I can't <laughs> be dealing with like twelfth place current teams, so. But I like I like Palmer to interview. I seen him against us at Stamford Bridge. I think him and Gallagher were like their standout players. Uh, so I don't really Gallagher's have... been good as well. If we're talking about Chelsea players, they there's mm. been reports recently that Chelsea want to sell him. I think that'd be a mistake. I think he's been their best midfielder this season. So I would actually go one further and say right now, Gallagher <laughs> is Chelsea's most important midfielder, not Kaiser. He might be. I mean, that's Ender. that's their they have a strange relationship because that's their captain, but they want him out. But then he's their, he's their captain again, but then they drop him, but then he goes back to be their captain. I don't really know what they want from this he's, geezer, but... He's not actually their captain, though. Their captain is a... Um, he's a work-from-home captain. Yeah, we know. He's, he's a b rat back, I know. But still, <laughs> like for him to be next in line, it's fascinating because you've been trying to ship him to West Ham for how long? So, no. I don't know. There was um, a picture of Central C and Ben Chilwell going around, mm-hmm. and someone said, name this duo wrong answers only and like all the answers were like um sench and bench yeah. <laughs> and like <laughs> there was another one that like, i was dying at it uh, i'll have to find it and come back it's, it's all the, it's all their fullbacks though because there's a now a meme of like cucurella like lying in like some like bed oh, that's so funny and then it's like his ipad <laughs> it's like oh this guy like he has no like hearing or vision or whatever but He's trying to keep up with the game or some nonsense like that. I'm thinking, brother, what are you doing, man? Basically, no, he was, I can't remember. He was, he was in the hospital and then the caption was that he was too tired to watch, but he was just listening. But it looks like Chelsea have sent him to sleep. That's the funny thing. Because obviously the Chelsea game's (laughs) playing and he's just taking a kip. (laughs) Um, Yeah, their fullbacks are cursed, bro. Which Mm. is weird because like over the years, they've actually had fullbacks who never get injured. Aspilicueta, Ashley Cole, Ivanovic. Mm. Like, this do anyway. not mention that snake on this podcast. Not with two Arsenal fans about. Yeah, Who? This is the Arsenal pod, mate. Think about it, brother. Think about it. 
Whoa, who's got dogs in the house? Yeah, me, but that, that, don't don't change the subject. You're talking about Cashley Cole right there. Oh, sorry. I, I was like, Ivanovich? Why, is Ivan- why are we beefing Ivanovich? <laughs> um, all right, the next statement. Personal favourite. Um, Jared Bowen is a top three winger in the league this season. You know what would be funny, Amenya, is if he said it. If New Bates just got mm. personal favourite. <laughs> that's because I said it. <laughs> mm. Well, um, whoever said that. Oh, were you going to say something? No, no, please go ahead. No, I was going to say whoever said that. Uh, I'm going to disagree on the notion that a lot of his goals this season have come from with him playing as a striker with yeah. the other superstar Kudus on the right. So, sadly, I'm not going to let this person land, as fantastic as Bowen has been. Wait, wait, what was the top three right winger in the league, right? Top three winger. winger, even, the person. Winger. Whoa. Okay, so you've got Salah and Saka, without a doubt, ahead of him. Not listening to anything otherwise. And then, who else would we be saying he's being put ahead of them? Martinelli? Are we saying, sorry, was it this season or just in general? This, This season, I think? Yeah, this season. To be fair, it's hard to argue, but he hasn't even played winger this season. So. In all fairness, in all fairness, I was lo- looking at his heat map before because I was also going to contest this statement. Um, and he actually spends loads of his time on the right and comes inside. And yeah, he's it's like, natural for him, but we guys, still have. If I'm putting wingers, I'm taking Kudus. <laughs> 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 what, what did what did Enzo's heat map say when you look at it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against Sheffield United. <laughs> yeah, self interest. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I personally think like if Jared Bowen gets a move to somewhere else, he's not going to play for the middle, right? Like less like he's been linked to Tottenham, he's been linked to Liverpool, he's been linked to a couple of teams. They're not playing him as a striker. I, I hear you, but you say that, yeah. But then a similar, if we're just now counting anyone yeah, that has played on the wing, yeah. Then for example, Son, who's been incredibly meaty as a winger the entire last season, is now playing as a striker. Have been very good this season. Played his last two games as a winger, and to be fair to him, he bagged. But that doesn't mean like he's like been a, like an incredible winger for me personally. That means he's been an incredible striker this season, who has also played decent on the wing a couple of times too. And for Bowen, again, I don't think either myself or James are saying that he's meaty. Definitely, he's been incredible. I just I'm arguing the fact that Antonio got injured. They move him to the middle. He literally has been given interviews after games for those that don't just turn it off and open sofa score. He's been given interviews that's talking James, about... That's James. <laughs> I know what he's about to say about the interview. He says he's not fully comfortable up front being a player. Yeah, exactly. But they, they've been asking, like, is, see, you can't try us, bro. Us Arsenal fans, we understand the game beyond what everyone else is doing where they just look at the score and they... This guy's watching heat maps. This guy's watching yeah. heat maps and turn I'm, around I'm and go, student nah, brother. he's I'm, a winger. I'm, I'm, you know when you uh, do like a an assignment or something and you have to back it with an example? That's what mm. I'm doing. I don't... Just trust my own eyes, because your own eyes could lie to you, James. No, I, don't I, trust your eyes, but we're trusting his words of what he, of where he said he played. Oh, no, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not denying that. I'm, I'm not denying that. Um, mm. Okay, so we're saying this is... Uh, did he play as a winger last season? I feel like he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, he was yeah, a winger. Yeah. And he has yeah. played a couple this season as well, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not counting him. It's hard It's hard to dispute, season. though, because like he has... Effect- he. Like if he, if you would consider him as a winger, then he'd be there. But he's not really been a winger. I tell you who I wish hadn't got injured because he absolutely would be here is Pedro Oops. Neto. Yeah, I thought so. Oh yeah, that was a mad start he, to the season. He had such a good start to the season. I just looked on one goal and seven assists in ten games, um, which is ridiculous assisting rate. Um, and then obviously pulls his hamstring because they say yeah he's too too fast for a white man. That's what they say. Sadly. Fellas, I have a, I have a question on wingers for you, completely unrelated. 
if I offer you, yeah, United's wingers, i.e. Anthony and, I don't know, Rashford or, let's say Anthony and Garnacho, that's the current one. You taking them or you taking Willian and Bobby Dukadova Reed? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm taking Willian and Bobby Dukadova Reed. Willian is actually his redemption arc. That's what I'd ask, so because I did say something about this last year, and again, tomatoes were lobbed at my head, and I was catching them like this. But over time, you know, well done, you got a nice overhead kick. But yeah, Willian's better than you. All right, so. all right chuck in the third striker, then you might as well chuck in Hoyland as well. Zero and thirteen. By the way, that is true. I know he's. Um, I I feel like that's been overlooked so much by the media. I don't know why. But it's because bagging the every, Champions League, isn't it? So it's, maybe, it's but everyone else would be getting crucified for that. Zero in oh. 13, just and missing chances. Well, it's so bad. Just getting yeah. away with it. I felt I, when I watched the Liverpool game, I felt like I felt sorry for him because he didn't get any service. But then when he gets service, he just wants to fight with defenders. And I'm like, I don't feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for the brother that gets memes, bro. The guy yeah, that he's doing well, he's selling time. songs. No, the he is, but I just getting... feel bad because it's like. <laughs> I saw like a TikTok live of him and they were saying that like everyone was like, Oh, like you bum, why did you miss this chance? Like, why is Ten Hog not dropping you? And he's just there, like, I don't even support United. Like, I'm just <laughs> I'm a Liverpool fan or something like that. And they were but does he, does he actually does he follow football though? Not really. He just said look, he he says like I go for Liverpool. So that means okay, I know already that's like American, Australian, like, yeah, I go for Liverpool, like, you know, them kind oh. of they're not really backing it. They just As soon as yeah, as soon as you get into a conversation like that, you know someone's gonna say, if you ask them, did you watch the game at the weekend? They go, Oh, who did we play? And yeah. you go, Nah, I'm, mm. I'm not continuing this conversation. This yeah. conversation is over. Who scored? Or uh, you get which... someone like LeBron that just says, Yo, like that game was incredible, man. The plays were just yeah. fantastic. I loved what I was seeing from the team. Yeah. We were chatting about LeBron on the last pod. And we were just saying, um, he did this thing where he was chatting about Liverpool and they asked him about Henderson. Yeah, that's like, exactly what I'm referring to. Yeah. <laughs> so when the, you know, when, when that ball hit the back of the net, I knew how much that meant, right? <laughs> like, that meant a lot to him. I was like, bro, what are you saying? <laughs> like, it's complete waffle. Just making stuff up, yeah. He's the king of waffling, though, isn't it? The mm. absolute king of waffling. Yeah, but have you also seen the video where he's, there's a song on and he's singing the wrong words. This is what I'm saying. He's, because, just, he's just a serial uh, liar. So wrong. And I know when I'm right, but he's singing it completely <laughs> wrong. And he's just... Even even when he's got the books out, yeah, and you see him reading and he's like on the first page and they ask him questions and he's like, oh, what's your favourite like page or whatever? He's like, oh, I don't really have a favourite page. Like, I just, yeah. I like learning. I'm like, brother, come on, man. Just say like, you're not really we've, reading it too tough. Yeah, we've spoken about professional wafflers, Nubaid. That is, he's a good one. LeBron is. I like LeBron though. Um, you mentioned Hoyland. And before that, I can't remember what we were talking about. Um, it was Wingers. Yeah, oh, yeah. so, oh what I was going to say is Jared Bowen last season was mm. playing as a winger, right? So would you consider last season's Jared Bowen in this conversation? Like if we were just looking at wingers in the Premier League? No, because then I'll have Martinelli over him. Would you I'm actually? Mm -hmm. Oh, don't take the piss. Don't take the piss. Martinelli Bro, last season was Over the last, like, what, 18 months? Come on. Yeah. Let's, let's be serious. Bowen's thing, again, Bowen is really, really good. But Bowen's, as always, with like, let's say your West Ham's and Brighton's or whatever... When you have like a 10 game stretch where you're cooking, everyone's talking about you. Oh, my days, you're incredible. Mm. Like, get on the plane. When you have another 10, 15 games where you're a bit dry, no one cares because, respectfully, like you're at West Ham, you're at Brighton, Brentford, whatever it may be. No one's going to like be pulling up his stats. Whereas, for example, at Arsenal or United or whatever, the moment you even have like three games, 
you start getting guys talking about uncomfortable conversations. Mm. Have you ever heard an uncomfortable convo about Bowen? No, you haven't, because <laughs> no one cares if he goes four games without a goal. Like, it's not that deep to anybody. Brighton have that. Brighton are a perfect example of that complex, by the way. Brighton mm. have, like, won one game since October or something. When they're good, people go, oh, look at the football, look how many wins. When they're bad, no one really cares. But, yeah, if any other team around, around like, the level that Brighton have been spoken about recently had done that, they'd be like, Brighton, they're terrible. They haven't kept a clean sheet in like 23 games or something. It's crazy. Uh, it's, it's, it's everyone from like Newcastle down, I would say is mm. what it is. Because Newcastle also have players that doesn't matter how many bad games you have here. If somebody remembers you being good two months ago, you're automatically good. So it's just the top four or five, like, I would say, that have that about them. So. I just, at, just had a little glance at the stats. Bowen this well this season Bowen's miles ahead of Martinelli, but that's obviously because he plays as a striker. Um, I have a very random opinion on Jared Bowen in second, but over the last eighteen months, Jared Bowen's got twenty three goal contributions, and Martinelli's got twenty four. So I think it's it's more of a conversation than naturally. You, you're both Arsenal fans, and James is like will fight for any Arsenal player. Whereas I think Amani is more open to the conversation. Um, no, yeah, but okay, <laughs> but it's close to listen me as to well, this. I, I, but more than numbers, more than just numbers, the was closed. I'll let James discuss why my door is closed. <laughs> Nubade, in the Champions League final, who would you rather have in your team, Martinelli or Bowen? Oh, that's much closer than you think. Because Jar- like, what I was going to say, my unpopular opinion about Jared Bowen is, out of all the wingers or stroke forwards in the Premier League, the one that matches Salah's profile best is Jared Bowen. So when we were when we were linked to selling Salah last season, I said, if we had to buy someone who we were linked to, who's available and can get goals... It's Jared Bowen. He plays. Did he score at, in the final. In the he's mad clutch. In he was mad clutch last season because he's got a he he plays like a centre forward, but coming from a wide area, which is why he scores so many goals. And also, I'm pretty sure his shot conversion is so high this season. It's like Jamie Vardy in the Premier League used to have like an xG of like 11, but he'd scored like 19. That's kind of where like Jared Bowen's at. Let me give you another example. I, I I hear the numbers, I get all of it, yeah. But let's look at one of the probably the best performing teams that everyone's gassing up right now, Aston Villa, yeah. For the first two months, oh my days, DRB, he's the best. Mm. That's an incredible winger. Can't even get in the team anymore because Leon Bailey's the one cooking. But no one's now saying, oh, let's have a convo about DRB. Like just no one really cares until you're cooking again. Then it's like, oh, come to my team, come to my team. You're the, you're the best. You're better than this guy. You're better than that guy. Uh, let's not forget their ages as well. But I'm not even gonna get into like a full in depth thing. I don't think he's uh, third. Cool. Um, James as usual. Like James wants to have an Arsenal conversation about a West Ham player. I've um, got no. I've actually got I've actually got a different take that's kind of related to this week. Um, this is not the take that I put before. But let me talk about. Well, let me not talk about. It. Let me pose it to you, Havertz and Zobozlai. Where, who do you think will end up being a better signing? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. I'm quite sure, Sabosso. And I, I think what we're seeing of Havertz right now is probably the best you're going to see of Havertz like, at any point. Why? Hmm? What's that Why? based on? Well, what what would you say his function in the team is right now? No, just, what's, it, what's, what's your thing based on? <laughs> well, no, my, my thing is based on people are going, he's bagged four in six games. And I'm going, okay, if that's like um, what you are expecting of him, he's never going to bag eight in seven games. Do you know what I mean? So I'm saying right now he's playing very well, but you're comparing him to Savoslai, who is played out of position in a team that currently is like as so dysfunctional, you which you saw, which you saw when the Liverpool played United, like Here the team is go. very dysfunctional. Yep, Shobasli is suddenly it's out of position. Havertz is playing. Oh, thank you for the time update. <laughs> what the? F- what was that? Definitely wasn't me. <laughs> that was my that Mac one. behind me. It wasn't my computer. It was my parents' <laughs> computer. That is spooky. Yeah. So so Shobasli <laughs> suddenly now is playing out of position. Havertz is playing in his best position every game. I assume is the case. No problem. What I would say on Havertz is quite controversial, maybe. Some may say bold. Some may say that if James would say it, he'd get banned from the internet, but I think I'm allowed. I think with how much slander Kai Havertz was getting when he signed and for the first month, if Arteta is somehow able to get, let's say, 20 GA out of Havertz, yeah, I'm talking Isaac Newton, Stephen Hawkins... Albert Einstein, Malcolm X, Mikel Arteta. Why isn't he in that conversation? If he's able to manufacture a Kai Havertz that can bring us 20 GA, would he not be in them sort of conversations? Nobel Peace Prize, Football Ingenious. But do you know the balls on Arteta to sign a player that everyone turns around and goes, what the hell are you doing? And Arteta goes, (laughs) fuck you lot. And and also what that's going to be good for us this in is future is he doesn't have to pitch it to anyone now. He goes to someone. Look at what I do for you. Do you want to sign for Arsenal? Bro, look, I, I can, I, I can I, make I, lemonade <laughs> out of off lemons. The way, um, Amen, I'm going to come to your point in a second. The way James fights for Arteta, Arteta's like the gangster, but also the the guy with Riz. He's also a family man. He's also the best dad in the world. He's he also he the changed my life. He, he changed my life with his, with his sons. Of course, he's a, a great family man. <laughs> he bought a dog to the. He's a, he now he's a, a petitarian. He's yeah. the best vegan in the world. He loves Muslims as well. <laughs> like he's a great man. I get it. He's a great man. But James is tweeting the other day, like. About Arteta being basically being a gangster, I tweeted you that I, I got into it. Was that a? I'll find the tweet, but you tweeted something. And I was like, "Why are you behaving like Arteta's the biggest gangster in the world? He's a normal." What did bloke. I say? What did I no say? Key. Is he not? He's a disgrace here. You know, I, I can't hear. Oh, him. is it related to that? I can't remember. You no, know, Arteta beefing refs. No, but so, no, it was yeah, it was, and I was like, bro, like he's he's a football manager, like and a, and a very nice guy, but this idea that he's everything is so funny to me. Liverpool fans did it when Klopp was at his peak, and I was like, he's he's not that, he's not that guy. And they made he changed our life. We were mm. in the trenches. Look how empty the Emirates was. Look how miserable Arsenal fans were. We were celebrating Kamada's goal again when Emery got sacked. Bro, Daichi Kamada, we, by the way. 
What a player. I was going to give them a standing ovation if we matched them in the Champions League, actually, but we didn't get them. Cool. Um, cool. Also, Amenu, on your point, you, you yeah. compared him to a bunch of guys. I just want to, for those at home that don't know who Malcolm X is, Wikipedia says Malcolm X was an American Muslim minister and a human rights activist who was a prominent mm. figure during the civil rights movement. Amenu just compared football, <laughs> Arsenal football manager Mikel Arteta to. <laughs> we just lost a lot of viewers. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is with what I've said. Do you remember when he was talking about how? It, it took him a while to win over his wife. And they were all laughing. They were saying, what is this guy talking about? Does this guy even have any brain cells? If he somehow proves the entire universe wrong, everyone that launched everything at his head, and he says, no, I'm going to affirm it. Me alone, I'm the one person that's going to back it. Even when my own fans are doubting me, I'm sorry, man. He's up there with, you know, the Martha very, X. very top. <laughs> the very, very top. Like, that's serious. All right, um, next statement. Hmm. Ooh, who wrote this? Ten Hag haters are being disingenuous um, when they keep ignore when they keep ignore and they keep ignoring the injuries from losing seven nil at Anfield to uh, to nil nil in under five months shows that with time he can definitely fix United. I mean, whoever's typed that is terrifically typed. Um, you know, that's not me, by the way, then, because my typing would be immaculate. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And like that, it only matches up with one other statement, which is also typed terribly. And I, so I don't. I think it's the person who was meant to be in here today. Uh, but very quickly, thoughts on that. We obviously have to talk about that particular match because it was my thoughts are sadly, uh, that was me written for him. <laughs> uh, the plan was I was going to pin it on him and be like, "Rah, there he goes again <laughs> saying this." That is why I wrote it, not even how I would write normally. I just started changing up my writing style. I was like, yeah, sure, let me let me back Ten Hag for it. Because obviously he's a, he's not a United fan, but he likes to back Ten Hag on Twitter every morning. He's there fighting for Ten Hag. So realistically, but I, I, listen, I'm going to pitch it because uh, why not? I need everyone, the United fans, let's come together. I feel like, guys, we've seen the tweets, man. Ten Hag's first 86 games compared to Arteta. It, it's simple as that. We have to give him time. We have to ensure that he has as much money to spend as possible. Let's not forget, guys, the toilet is blocked. So what's he supposed to do? You can't blame him when we're losing to uh, Copenhagen, Galatasaray, Bayern Munich, uh, Brentford, Bournemouth, Arsenal. It's not his fault. The toilet is blocked. So give him time. Let the Americans put their money in. And then let's see where we're at two, three years from now. Because if Arteta can do it, then that means every single manager in the whole world can do it. That's the Amenia special, that is. <laughs> Painting out a compliment and it's actually just keeps digging away, digging away. No, You've got to give him money. You've got to give him money. Anthony, look, 100 million, but come on, give him time. Hoyland, 70 million. But come Anthony's on. improving. Like, I give saw him, him more players. Throwing give a him few more players. Travella passes uh, this week against uh, Liverpool. You know, I saw uh, McTominay has been scoring some goals. He's got Maguire back to his best player of the month, manager of the month. I don't see why guys suddenly are jumping on the train of like Sackton Hog. How does that make any sense? What do the, you think, Nubade? The weird, the weird, the weirdest thing about the whole, um, the whole statement you just said is: Were you saying the toilet is blocked, not blocked? Yes, blocked. <laughs> it's, it's like, like you kind of like went into like an African accent when you say the toilet <laughs> is blocked. Block. <laughs> it's, it's just blocked. It's blocked. Um, block. I don't know, man. Like the Ten Hag, Ten Hag thing, so strange. He was like, he didn't want Varane in the team because he wanted him to play as a right side, right side centre back. 
mm. and now he's playing as a left side centre back. Um, he didn't want Maguire in the team. Now he's stuck with Maguire. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't the truth think... is, the truth is, he's somewhere in between. He's, I don't think he's all that United fans thought he was going to be. But he, I don't also think he's the worst manager in the world. They are suffering. Um, their team isn't as good as United fans thought it was. Um, and if you give him, he, I believe he will probably end up being a similar manager to Emery. Whereas if you give him humble players that he can basically do what he wants with, he could get get a coherent system and get something going. But with players like, he took Bruno out of the team and they were better. So it's looking like he's taken Rashford out of the team and they're seeming a little bit structurally better. So he needs players that can basically do exactly what he says and have full control. No, you know, I've uh, not on. ever heard the Emery comparison, and not, like I kind of hear it because wasn't Emery like horrific with the media? Like, the media? Not, like you know, like he had like uh, really he had like a language barrier issue, and he didn't really translate his message very well. Um, I remember people were like getting onto him. I say the, more like, with the players that, that was more than the media though, not really the media. Oh, was it? Calm. Yeah, it was more like. You'd watch the little training videos and he's there shout like remember that video of him like crossing it bare times into the mountains. God, God. Yeah, <laughs> some of them are a bit like he just basically and actually this is exactly the same as Ten Hag. The players didn't respect him. And a lot of it, it's come out from the United dressing room that the players such as like Sancho don't respect him. So he needs less Sancho's and more effectively like Dallows, Pelicans. You know, you know what's really Maguire's. bad? Like Stephen Houseon on um the, I think is it the vibe the vibe with fiber the, the five podcast I can't quite Rio Ferdinand thing mm-hmm. um he said like I've got a a message here from a player who said like um ten ten Hagen Varane have fallen out so like some yeah but that guy that guy said Gerard's a striker he said a lot of things <laughs> that I, I no no I but he was with Rio Ferdinand and showed him the message from the player and Rio was uh-huh. like oh like I didn't expect it to be from this guy and that happened like uh-huh. on their podcast so I was like oh um. Not for a minute saying, listen to Stephen Housen's football takes. I personally, no. I'll stay neutral on that. I'll let him have his opinions on that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not neutral. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, I, I think there's a, they've got that problem as well. Like players are just going out and chatting to whoever. Um, but I, I also think like this result in a weird way for like the football sphere works well. Like for the guys that want United not to do well, them getting a draw against Liverpool, like within 10 minutes, there was comps of Shaw and Dallow and Baran yeah. and Evans. And I was like, these are lost, bro. Massive, like Mayno did 10K numbers on Twitter. Oh, I, I enjoyed the Shobos like compilation. Did you enjoy that one, Nubi? Have you seen it? <laughs> I, I, was, I was quoted as saying, uh, this maybe is the worst performance I've ever seen from a 10 uh, in my life, without exaggeration. I think that genuinely, I cannot think of a name of a player that has put in a worse hour as the, the Nubaid, what is his strongest position? You said he's playing out of position. What is his position? Well, he play, he's meant to play as like an advanced eight stroke ten, but then we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not playing him. We're basically making him run up and down the right side, which is not where he plays at all. But it's because like we don't have a six. Um, I, I mean, I'm not defending his performance. By the way, he he actually had a, a stinker. But then we had Joe Gomez coming on shooting from 30 value yards out, who's never scored a senior goal in his life. So I was going, bro, what's going on? Um, mm. But I like I think because of how Klopp initially planned it to be, it was going to be McAllister and Sabosnai, either side of um, whoever he was signing as a six. I don't know who that was going to be. But you got Endo, no? That Endo is like a beast six, no? 
I can't have I a serious conversation with this guy ever. <laughs> no, but Klopp, Klopp told us to let him land. So why wouldn't? Why are we laughing at Endo? That's no, a no. DM right there. Endo, it, Endo is definitely a DM, but yeah. not the DM that we need. Let's My favorite that. part about Endo is he's on four yellow cards, and I was really hoping that he didn't get suspended for the Arsenal game because I was like, <laughs> no, I don't want to speak too soon, but put him on the same pitch as Rice, and it's going to be pitiful. No, bro, it's going to be peak. like. We actually could do with him not being suspended because we don't have anyone else who can play there. Yeah, but surely I actually just think nah, you would just probably like do a bicycle job. kick or one of those youngsters and just slap him in there or something. No, do <laughs> bicycle kick. Easy, man. He's not about bicycletic. Yeah, I know, I know. The fellow who played against the Real Madrid last season, he was quite nice. So, uh, you know. bro, we've we've killed him by overplaying him. Like he's knackered. Um, Condolences. Yeah. Um, also. I've just realised that uh, the Mohammed, who was meant to be on the pod, his mm. wife's unwell. I read the message and didn't reply because I was like, let me just get on with the pod. And he's just messaged me a picture of him at the hospital. And uh, I should have really been like, sorry to hear that, bro. <laughs> but I've just gone, I need to record the podcast. Uh, anyway, um, right, let's get into the final opinion. Because uh, I think this is the most, in- probably the most interesting story of the weekend. Man City won't win one of the two big ones this year. Hmm. That is, is that that controversial though? I wouldn't say controversial. That's your but... opinion. That's that's um, the opinion of someone who has um, who works at Sky Sports, and he's not allowed to take too many risks in his. Opinion. <laughs> that's not. It's not actually me. It's not actually me. It's not <laughs> okay. me. So it must be him then. It, so is, it definitely wasn't me. I mean, he's our fourth already. man because it was. It was actually not me either. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's, I, I don't not. feel too strong either way. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. That would be ideal. I hope they don't, rather. That would be decent. But I, uh, well, You well, know what I find weird? They drew against Palace and no one cares. Like, why is that? You... I can. No, 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 yeah. no. But you know, Steady like... Steady on, fella. Like, the discourse around them drawing against Palace, <laughs> like, almost didn't exist. Like, normally, you know, like, something like that happens and you come onto Twitter and everyone's going, ah... Foden this, Foden. I felt like it was quite quiet. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Yeah, again, there are other factors. For example, the fact that they're not as serious a club as everyone else, no matter how much they want us to believe they are. But I would also, in their defence, say it was a 3pm kickoff, which means none of us actually watched that game, if you know what I mean. It was mm. a 3pm mm. Saturday kickoff, mm. so we so didn't refs, have access so the to the game. So the refs can do, it, do a little bit here and there, can't mm. they? So, we, so I, for example, listened to that game on the radio. I didn't watch the Man City game. So had, wow. I, had I watched it, maybe I'd have had more thoughts. What, what, what brand is your radio that you've got at home in no, Big I, 2023? I use, I use a Flash Score audio commentary, actually. You press the button for audio commentary on Flash Score. Oh, wow. Impressive. Yeah. Who was yeah, your commentator? Just out of interest. Oh, it was Clive Tilsley. Clive. <laughs> Clive. <laughs> He <laughs> cracked. You got him. <laughs> Arrest this man. <laughs> they got me, man. They got me. They got me, man. Send me oh. to jail. As long as City get packed in, I don't mind, man. Take me wherever. Did you see the pen though? Did you not? Yeah, the pen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the last man challenge? The Edison uh, one. The Edison one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some spooky decisions in the three o'clock. Yeah, but they didn't give a red for that. But then they gave a pen at the end, so. Yeah, because it yeah, was. But, yeah, but that was... Like, it balances that out. Was, like, that yeah, was one true. of the most... I'll tell you, I, penalties I've ever terrible seen. Terrible point from me. Terrible point. I don't Fair, know enough. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. I, yeah, I find it weird that, like, they draw against Palace, they're winning 2-0. Um, normally, like, people will watch Match of the Day as well or watch the highlights in the evening or whatever. And 
I would have expected that with that being that result on Saturday and nothing else happened really on Saturday, that mm. everybody would talk about that. And I don't feel like anyone did. I, I've, I think it's because people are genuinely, like I know I am thinking about this, genuinely quite convinced that once De Bruyne comes back, they're going to be sound. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah. Like We've seen this before where KDB goes and has like three months out and it's not a thing where he needs like a month to acclimatise. He'll come back game one, He'll bag a goal, bag an essay, Harlem will start bagging again, and then they're going to win 20 games and then they win the league. So nobody can really get that excited until maybe another loss, and then it's like, hmm, conversations over. It's also it's too early on in the season. Arsenal fans have been burned before trying to uh, yeah, like yeah. gas up a title race this early. So we're, our fan base is going to stay pretty quiet until later yeah, on. Yeah, I, I need like a, like a 10 point gap before I can start talking crazy about City personally. thing is, by the time the next time they play, it will probably be a 10-point gap, no? Yeah, but that's the same thing that they tried to scam us with last year when it was like, oh, five points this or whatever. Then we had a game in hand and we had to also go to the Etihad. So, like, yeah. in my head, I'm always thinking, we don't have a massive lead here. Everyone's acting like this is the craziest bottle ever. But it's like, yeah, we ha- they have a game in hand and we're going there and then going to Newcastle. So, like, on a technicality, I don't look at it as we're 10 points ahead of City or whatever it may be by the time they come back from... Where, where's Club World Cup even held at? I don't even know where it's held yeah. Oh, Saudi. Okay, there you go. So when they come back from there, I'm looking at it as they're going to win all their games when they come back. Well, the, for the game they have when they come back is against Everton. Everton. Yeah. Away. Away. Yeah, Away. Know, know, Everton have a decent record against Joe City Dutch. as well. All right, yeah, and so. also, I think they, they will have been back in the country for like 27 hours. So, Did you know what's a bit mad, though, is that um, even if they win every single game for the rest of the season, so 21 games, they'd only finish on 95 points. So the cap, mm. like, let's say they lose. Do they have to play you at Anfield? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's say they lose that, mm. then they're on 92 points if they're flawless in 20 out of 21 games. So mm. it, as it, like that, then you start looking at it that way and think if 90 points is the target for Arsenal, for Liverpool, we should be able to surpass that if... Um, if the wheels don't fall off. Yeah, I need these ones to just fall off quickly. I can't lie. Like, I'm, it's just annoying because, like, I'm not really moved, but I know you have world-class players. Like, Alisson and Salah can just carry you to whatever. Even if you play terrible, we can... I'll have the same gonna... thing. Yeah. And people are like, are you worried about Liverpool? I'm like, nah, not really, but but they're bothering me. Just, yeah, just get out of the way. Just... Same with Villa. Same with Villa. No, they don't, Villa they don't, like, no, they don't, no, no, Villa are going to fall off, bro. It's a no, 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 but I don't like, I don't like seeing them in the table in the top three. No, I do hear that. Like, like, just, look at the table, like, it. Wait, hold on a minute, just, you're one point behind us. Let's try to start some separation. I do hear that, but you're right. Because um, they've also got Sheffield, yeah, they're going to, if if Liverpool and Arsenal draw, Villa go top, which is disastrous for, for Christmas. In a weird way, like, that's really good for the people competing with them, because the moment they go top, the narrative will switch. Like, at the moment, people love the story. But the moment someone gets first next to their name, people start going, oh, this could be for real. And then that pressure eats them. I mean, against Brentford, the pressure was killing them. And then the mm. red card happened. Um, also, we're on about City coming back. And I didn't even look at the fixtures and smashing everyone. They play Everton away. Then they play Sheffield United at home. Sheffield United are going to get absolutely clarted. <laughs> then they play Newcastle away at St. Mm. James's. That's so, what I'm saying. Um, and one week, one game a week, Newcastle as well. Mm, yeah, they might um, have for us. And then they play another one, which they'll absolutely smash. Um, I've just seen it there, Burnley. But then they play Brentford away. The last two times they played Brentford away, I think they've drawn both. It's Tony um, back for no, that game. No, no Wemo though. That's the thing. Tony, Tony be back, but Wemo won't be back. Tony, be back. Be back, Tony will be at Arsenal by then. <laughs> no, we're getting this guy. Okay. Where, where, when's Wemo um, back? I, well, I think it's like a three-month injury, so 
Got like for him, bro. February, March, something like that. I don't know. Their run actually stinks, you know, because then after that they play Everton at home, then Chelsea away. Um, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but Nubaid, what you're forgetting is this is Man City. Yeah, that when so they won matter, 16, matter, when they yeah. won 16 games <laughs> yeah. in a row, you might have gone, ah, you, they dropped you, points you, you there, start, there, there. You start calculating, there. thinking, yeah, where are they going to lose points, and then they're going to win all of them. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. right, I feel like eggs. True. Um, <laughs> uh, very quickly, final statement. Only because the Champions League draws has happened. Arsenal are one of, if not the favourites, to win the Champions League this year. One of you two has definitely put that in. Don't lie to me. Not me. Not me. It's Menya. It's yeah, Menya. My two are there. Which one? Mine's, mine's, the, mine's the Caicedo and mine's the Ten Hag. I'm afraid. So. His wasn't the Ten Hag. James, it's you then. It's you. No, it's not. It's not. I promise. Mine are what? two ones you have not read out, so they clearly weren't good enough. Um. <laughs> Your ones were well. Yours was rice related, so that's obviously you. Um, yeah, one was rice with. I agree well, with Amenia you. can I hear me out. Rice um, is favourite no, for rice. I think did I say his favourite for what I mean is rice will win PFA Player of the Year this season. Oh. It's just we're just waiting I'll for the media. Anyway. Basically, it. let me say if Arsenal win the league, the media at some point will clock on to the fact that rice is outrageous and he's that Van Dyke level raiser. And then, because that's what they do. Last season, it was Erdegaard, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last season, Erdegaard got the media behind him at one point. Then mm. as soon as City won the title, it was always going to be Haaland. But at one point, Erdegaard was running it close. I hear that. Look, if we win the league, which... I mean, I haven't, I even, I haven't even mentioned you lot. I'm, I'm on about the Champions League here. Are Arsenal one of the favourite... Are, are yeah, yeah, obviously. Let me just read it one more time. Arsenal are one of, if not the favourites, to win the Champions League this I year. I don't know about if, the, the, if not the, but in my eyes, or in my head, or whatever, anatomy, I'm heart. going that <laughs> Real Madrid, not in order, by the way, but Real Madrid, uh, Bayern, and City are the only three that I'm very concerned by. That doesn't mean that we're going to smoke anyone else. That just means that if I go there, I know, okay, we are the underdogs. I feel like I'm confident whether I play Napoli or Barca, whoever goes through, PSV, Dortmund, but basically anyone else other than those three. And Real Madrid, they are, they have UCL heritage. We don't have it. That's the, We don't have UCL heritage, let's be honest. But in a two-legged game, it wouldn't shock me if we can cook against them. We've seen Man City, who we ran very close last year. Man City dismantled them. Obviously, mm. that's pre-Bellingham. So it's, it's not impossible. Bayern, I guess... Harry Kane starting to prove, but Harry Kane in big games, we know what happens there sometimes. <laughs> Gabriel against Harry Kane as well. Yeah, and the last team is Man City. That one, that's where it ends, man. That's where it ends. Hope that Man City <laughs> nah, gets knocked you, out by someone Avenger, else. You missed, you missed the look in Nubay's eyes when I mentioned Gabriel. This guy hates him. <laughs> I know. He hates him. You just start sighing, man. You just start I don't, sighing. I don't. Um, I also think, like, generally, the Champions League has just been dead this year. And also this round of sixteen draw, like there isn't actually a single game which is, like is interesting. Oh, Do you know me, people, Chelsea and Liverpool fans are the only ones saying this. I wonder yeah. why. Now, 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 look at it. To be fair, I think you actually tweeted it as well. As I'm thinking about, I think you tweeted this morning saying like, now look at the last eight. If you let's say assume yeah. that all the better team got to go through, which is what's going to happen. Because mm. last year, you would have had maybe like a, a big matchup in the last 16, but then in the quarters, you're getting PSV Dortmund. Who the hell wants to yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah, the, the last year and the year before was dead as well. Yeah, like I don't want to see these media teams in like in the quarters and stuff. But this year, I feel like from last eight onwards, every tie is like, that's a super Let me, let me get, get the get list. Arsenal. All right, so just, if the favourites you, you, if the favorites go through, like, it'd be Arsenal, Barca, PSG, Atletico or Inter. 
Um, Dortmund, Bayern, City, and Real Madrid. Okay, they are. Like, that's heritage. But yeah, yeah. That's but eight serious teams. Out of those teams that you just like you just mentioned, Amenia mentioned. Amenia, you said Madrid, City, yourselves, and Bayern, and Bayern right? Mm. Yeah. So you're I saying those them. those four are good, but uh, Dortmund this season are crap. Like, no, no, I didn't say no. I didn't say the rest are bad, but you asked about favorites. I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, no. For so, example, uh, PSG are obviously a good team, and Mbappe is incredible. But I think that we're so good that we should only be worried about those three mm. in terms of who are favourites against us. If if they said right now Arsenal are play, giving us uh, PSG this morning, would the odds be towards PSG? I don't think so. I think they'd put the odds for Arsenal to go through in that one. But those they other do. three they teams... Have, they have Arsenal as fourth favourites for what it's worth. Um, what I was going to say is Dortmund are crap this season. Um, they, I think they're fourth or fifth in Bundesliga. Yeah, uh, but does... Uh, yeah, but... Is that so important? They, how well teams are doing in the league? As well. like, they still finished still... off of the group of death. <laughs> exactly. But then, okay, then in with that Look, argument, man, Liverpool. Who did you get in the draw in your Europa League? Well, like Antwerp or something. What bro, you when we when we won the Champions League, when we played Tottenham in the final that year, look back at my tweets. I said the this year of Champions League quality is dead. Just drama mm-hmm. is high. Like when because of because of Tottenham had that mad run, but the quality that year was dead. Yeah, but we, when we, is the when is the quality flawless? I think you probably think look back at Madrid it and just have nostalgia. Like, Madrid won it. Um, was it four years ago? The year when yeah, they beat us in the, the final. final. Um, that year, the quality of the Chambo League was class. Like right now, if you look at European football in general, like, I wish Barcelona were better, but they're not really. And Napoli are nowhere near the level of last season. Um, then you're going like PSV are going to beat Dortmund. People were saying this morning, Sociedad are going to beat PSG. PSG were getting battered by Newcastle both times round. Even Bayern aren't even that good yet this year. Like, Frankfurt beat them. They struggled past Man U. Like, you lot are definitely very good. This sounds, this sounds like your quote, that you're the one that told us they were going to be, the, if not the favourites. I can't lie. This is <laughs> so like the more I think about one. it, the more I'm saying it, I'm going, you're actually, like, you actually could actually be the genuine favourite. Like, all, all things being equal, February, no injuries, Osman arrives at the carpet. Yes. If Osman arrives, then yeah, defo. Like also Madrid, I don't. Madrid are not good, but they just have Jude Bellingham and Rodrigo. No, you uh, UCL heritage is a yeah, thing. UCL, yeah, UCL, yeah. Like yeah. it or not, like it's just a thing. It's when jarring. You... It's jarring when you come up against. Up against yeah, but you might have it. You might have your own version. We don't have any of it. We yeah. we don't like <laughs> get a little. <laughs> we don't even have Europa heritage, man. <laughs> um. Right. Well, uh, that's all we have time for. That worked out quite well. Um. I'm going to very quickly go through all these takes and we will reveal whose takes they were. Uh, but I'll have a quick guess from you guys. Jared Bowen is a top three winger. Who do you think said that? Oh, it was three plus Mohamed. Oh, I'm saying Salah just said that. Salah, it must be. It was me. I wonder this guy had all his stats ready and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> of course he did. It makes sense. This guy's a con um, man. Never Ars- trust him. <laughs> Arsenal are one of the favourites for the Champions League. James, was that you? No. Oh, that was Mohammed again. Um, Ten Hag. He's put loads out. No, no. This is all him. (laughs) These are all his statements. Uh, The Ten Hag statement a menu said was you. Yes, yes, I agree with that one. Give him more time. Uh, Man City won't win one of the two big ones this year. Salah. Mohammed. Again. Uh, Everton will finish above Chelsea. It's James. That was me. Didn't reveal that. (laughs) We will talk about that one. Uh, in the next episode, though, uh, Rice will win Player of the Year. That was James. 
And Casado is far more important to Chelsea than Enzo was a Nice. Um, only a couple of them threw us off, mainly because he's not in the conversation. If he was here in the conversation, I think we would have probably figured it out. Uh, anyway. Well, I we- wanted to stick the Ten Hag one on him, and I would have just said, yo, why did you <laughs> say that, bro? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, also, I want to quickly go back to that one. In that conversation, you said, I was mm. typing it out so weird. Were you doing that deliberately to throw me off? Yeah, I didn't want to type like my normal. <laughs> That's outrageous. That I was is unbelievable. Playing, I was playing, but you know what I asked him beforehand? Like, is is that is it like a game where we try to like not get caught? He's like, no, no, you do it normally. I was like, well, it's too late. I've tried to like, I have to try and sell it a little bit. So I didn't type how I normally type through. I just thought throw in a couple. <laughs> I, of you got new bed. You got to send me what he typed because I was so intrigued. That's <laughs> it wasn't even that crazy. It's just like it just doesn't make sense. Like the, the wording is just off, but. Um, I will send it to you after, James. Uh, for you guys, thank you for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed this sort of structure, I personally actually prefer it to just go in, let's talk about the top topics, but obviously it's up to you guys. So if you do enjoy it, then make sure you give us a shout. Uh, check the boys out. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind the scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.